podcast episode number 55 i'm victor and today i'm by myself once again my host pepper has been sneaking for the past few weeks but then we'll see where he's at soon and very soon today in studio i am joined by k israel how are you man i'm good i'm good k israel up in this what's uh, up actually you're you're here because of like Ben Lagat. Mm. <laughs> he, he suggested that we have you on the show. Shout out Ben. <laughs> and I went and checked out your music mm-hmm. and I liked it and I thought it would be amazing to have you on. Have appreciate you that. Appreciate that. You, we spoke on Saturday. You were yeah. you were here. Actually this started on Instagram. Yeah. And then you got off Instagram. Few months, yeah. Few months ago. Few months ago. We, you got off Instagram. I got off Instagram and then I only to find out that you had DM'd it's me. Evil. <laughs> <laughs> you had already given me your number yeah, for, for for me to make it happen, for, for this to happen. But then now is when I saw you on Saturday is when I realized that you actually had already were planning to do this. Yeah. So Karibu man. Thank you, thank you, man. I appreciate you having me here. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get this done. So uh, wait first, let's start with some industry shit mm-hmm. let's get news out of the way first <laughs> no i just okay so it's a sad day or a sad weekend for me as a music fan mm-hmm. now i know we'll never get a machine skills <laughs> the nigga just got married and that's just that for his album you can never know man he'll just have to have something there he'll get motivation i'm so sure now all this all, all the nashinsky songs now make sense when he's talking about um in that Hayawani song, uh, when I ati nikikufa wakati edem yangu asahawa livyo nipenda. I think Malaika was for that girl. I think when he's talking to Kebs in Kebs about having a baby mama, he's de- directly telling his girl like, "Yo, that's all bullshit." <laughs> you know, he's addressing. That's a real. That's nigga. smart. That's yeah, smart. He's, yeah, I feel like he's talking to his girl through the yeah. music. Wait, I I found out uh, Sabina Joy has an Instagram. I mean, has a Twitter handle. Sign what? Up. What? Yeah, it's a real one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> no, it's just a <laughs> it's just Sabina Joy Nairobi. That's yeah. what it's called. Yeah, that's trippy. Okay, how did you find that out? My though? sister told me. My sister. sister, how did your sister <laughs> find that out? <laughs> okay. <laughs> My sister just told me, yo, Sabina Joy has a has a Twitter handle. I was like, yo, for real? She's like, yeah. yeah, yeah. So she showed me the page. And I'm like, wow, this is amazing. I didn't even know that they had a. a, a <laughs> yeah, I'm hearing that right now. Like I didn't know. That. I didn't even know that's possible. <laughs> I mean, but they 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 are a, they provide a service to the society, to the citizens, to the city. Like yo, <laughs> Sabina Joy has been a, is a staple of Nairobi. You would know. I haven't been. <laughs> I don't know whether I would, no, I wouldn't like to be, but it's 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 a staple of you know, it's mm-hmm. a staple of Nairobi culture. Yeah, for sure. I wonder why it hasn't been incorporated in any songs. 
Maybe you're the person. It has there. actually, and it has actually. But uh, since you said that, wait, just just wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're the person to take to take on that, because wow. But it's just okay. That's that aside. So that that's all. Oh, and also, Aniko got married. Yeah, Aniko got married. When? I, uh, in the course of last week, I don't know what day exactly. Yeah. So you see, everybody like the the, the industry is all the. Older generation is moving away. It's our time. It's our time to take over, and to you know to do the thing. So I'd like to know as we begin, where where are you from originally? Where am I from? Um, I'm from Nairobi, Langata, Nairobi. Mm. Yeah, that's when that's where I was raised. Although I can't say I was like first few, first five years I lived in Isili, then I since from that time to now I've been in Langata. And that's why I'm rapping. Always rapping the 15. Yeah, that's where I'm from. How is it? How important is it to have or to associate yourself with the with your hood when you're making music? For example, the biggest example would be Octopizo. Mm-hmm. His whole um his whole thing comes from the his hood, his name Octopizo, number nine, the root of his matatu, and yeah. all all that. How how important is it for an artist to, you know, associate yourself with where you're from? Um, it's it's very very important. Why? Cause, you know, that's what you've seen. You know, when like hip hop, rap, music, like music, basically, you speak about what you've experienced and maybe what your friends have experienced, your family. You know, like that's for me. And even the the words you'd use, you know, that's you've learned them from there. That's what guys understand. And basically, that's where your first fans are. Mm-hmm. Those are the guys who will share your music. Those are the guys who will play your music. So it's very important. Like the word Vuji. Yeah. Vuji is from Langata. Mm-hmm. That's what where, does it mean? Vuji. Uh, Vuji is a, it's the green. You know, oh, it's yeah, okay, the green. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It's it's from it was from Langata. I had it. I had it. You know, from there. It's not. I wasn't the one who came up with it, but mm-hmm. that's where I had it from. And what's so funny about that word is, you know, like when I released that Vuji song, like all my boys in Langata were sharing it. Other people I didn't know in Langata were telling me that song is dope, Vuji. And when I would even go to school, you know, guys are saying Vuji, and they're not even from Langata. You know, mm. so you know, like. Bringing these things like from your hood, you know, just embracing the truth, the realness, it'll, it'll just come out there. Yeah, it'll just pop. And does when did you first get into music? Even music. just the love for music, is there a particular point where um, you can point? I can say music. Music has been like it's in my family, in the sense that I grew up with with bros like. Five bros, we're wow. six. Okay. Yeah. Yo, uh-huh. where, yeah. where are you in among the six? <laughs> I'm the last one. Oh damn! Yeah. So you had to fight a lot. You <laughs> know, hey, lot. we used to watch SmackDown versus, you know, Smack, oh, yeah. you know, all uh-huh. the time. Uh-huh. Yo, it was it was crazy. It was we had a lot of fun, you know. But music was always there. My mom would play her own type of music. Mm. My bros would, you know, have old bros like have a bros like forty. Yo, yeah, yeah. So that's crazy. They would play old music, mm. you know. And my bro, who's who I'm next to, would play like the 2000s music. So I grew up with a lot of music in the house. My mom would play even rumba, you know. My mom would play bongo, yeah, you know, so much. There was so much music. So 
I can basically say it started at a young age. But the time I felt like I really, you know, this music thing came through. I was like 13. Mm -hmm. And it was just like competing. I don't know if you'd know Chevy Kev. Yeah, yeah, shout out. She's been on the podcast. And uh, my homie called Nairo Zeke. Like we just used to compete when the same primary school. Mm -hmm. So we used to just ride bars and speed it to each other. Okay. For fun, you know. To see who's... Who's got the best? Yeah, mm. so that that's basically when I was like thirteen. Uh, yeah. And when when did you record your first like record your first song or oh, decide to take it seriously to the point where you go into the studio? Um, I can say twenty sixteen. Mm. I can't say I can't say I was serious, but mm. that's the first time when I went to a studio and did what I wanted. Okay, you know, yeah. Does did did that experience of not be being having been making music or writing raps before and now you're getting into a studio how different is it now now that you have to sit and you have to write a song with 16 and who can that how um, different is it from just writing raps funny thing is like it's actually it's different because <laughs> like before i never used to write at the you know 16 16 you know it was just to impress you know just to you I have bars, mm -hmm, you know. Mm -hmm. It wasn't really that serious, you know, until I learned like how beats is structured, you know. Yeah. I, this has to be a first verse, you know, second mm -hmm. verse, you know, chorus, a bridge, you know, all that. Yeah, so it, it was actually very different, but it wasn't so hard to, you know, cope with because I had, you know, I really had that Kidogo experience. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did you face, well, I don't know what, what to call it, but when you hear your voice and mm -hmm. just hate it, yeah, that's that's me now. That's me till today. You don't like? I don't like like. So you're one of those artists who don't listen to the I songs. I don't. I bro, like, that times I won't even lie to you. Mm -hmm. I've performed and I've forgotten my lyrics. You know, like oh, twice. It's happened yeah. to me twice because I don't listen to my jams. That has to be embarrassing. Yeah, it is. But you know, I I know how to play cool. You know, <laughs> I, I know. You know. So I how know. do you get how do you get yourself out of such a situation where um, you're on stage and the lyrics, the lines just go. I'm really hyped. Mm -hmm. I'm really hyped on the stage. You know, I'm really hyped. And, you know, some of my homies come through and some of my fans come through who know the lyrics. You know, that's the time you'll see me doing some moves. I can also dance. Yeah. <laughs> that's the time you see me doing some moves with the mic mm -hmm. on the crowd, you oh, know, okay, towards yeah. the crowd. Yeah. yeah, so that's a secret I'm giving to those other artists who need that help. Yeah. When to come And for performances, when, how soon after you started recording did you get into performing your music um it took me two years mm. from i think the first time i performed was 2018 mm -hmm. yeah so it took me two years but why was because when i when i released my first song like i had i had a lot of issues that is beats oh you know i thought Nah, what you were talking about? It was actually <laughs> nah, <laughs> It was actually beat. Like that was actually the the main problem. So I never used to have a producer. Also, a studio. I didn't have a, oh, yeah. a proper studio. Mm -hmm. So I could there, there was no track I could release. Yeah. Okay. So I had to learn. I had to learn how to make beats. I had, you had to, to teach learn. yourself. I taught myself. Like I said, making beats twenty eighteen December, like twenty fifth. Mm -hmm. I can't forget because the whole farm is waiting for me. To meet someone and i was like i'm gonna come late and i i don't know what told me to just start that day yeah yeah so i started 
So that the thing for beats is what made me slack. So I didn't have songs to perform per se. Yeah. Yeah. How how has that production journey been? Learning how to produce and producing your own beats. Does that ever hinder you because you can, for example, I'll give you an example of mm-hmm. a criticism that J. Cole gets is mm-hmm. that he produces most of his music. Is that mm-hmm. something you ever think of your beats will sound the same and so your your sound becomes almost monotonous? Mm, funny thing is, you know, like, um, making, you know, you, I, I had issues with making beats and writing at the same time. Mm. Because when you make a beat, you don't want, you know, like, even when you're recording, you don't want to listen to the beat for, like, four hours, you know? Yeah. So I've made the beat for maybe, let's say, an hour, and then I start writing. It's, like, too monotonous, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And also, you need to, you know, there's, you, you have to improve. You have to improve your beats. You have to keep on learning. So you stop writing. Yeah. You stop recording. You start making beats. You start making, when you start writing, you're not making beats. Mm-hmm. So I had to find that balance. I had to find that balance. I had to sacrifice not releasing music to learn more of making beats. How, how far have you got with that? And is that something that ultimately it will help you, but has mm-hmm. it overall helped you up to now? Um, I can say it has because, you know, like now I'm selling beats to years. Mm. And now it, it made me reach the point where I even had to buy my own equipment. Mm-hmm. Like I'm becoming more of like a, like a full, I don't know what, full artist, like, I'm, I'm mixing my own music, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm being, you know, I'm being helped though, but I'm mixing my own music, mastering, I'm learning all these things by myself. How important is it for a musician in this day and age to not only have, you know, that I am a rapper, but you can also make your beats, you can also engineer for yourself, you can mix it, and mm-hmm. how, do you, do you feel as if that's something important, or is it just because you had to, be in a place where you had to learn that that you had to adapt um i was inspired that's that's why i was inspired by other artists you know but i can say it's it's not a must Mm. but it's important it's important because if you you know if you even look at the top artists internationally here you know like even magic's anger you know he 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 produces and writes so you know he he has he's so free with that you know for example, Pharrell, oh, yeah. you know, and his music is top. Mm-hmm. You know, Quavo also does the same thing. You know, Travis does the same thing. Uh, J. Cole does the same thing. Quavo's um, <laughs> that's that's what you say. I ain't never said no, there's, a, there's a song on, I think it's his album or uh, Culture Two, mm-hmm. and he produced it. That's it wasn't it wasn't your fault. No, yeah, like you can you can tell this is a a, a new. I I don't remember it. It was that fucking bad. Like it was just like, ah, what the hell is this? I'll, I'll look for it. I'll look for that song. No, it's a song that Quavo has produced. Yeah. I think it's on that Nini. But he, he also produced for Jay Z and Beyonce. That song of theirs with his. That song is ass. Okay, to be honest, I I, <laughs> I liked I liked the beat, you know. But I to be honest, I like. Why is Beyonce doing a a a, a Nini a triplet flow? Like That's I all I'm wondering. I don't want to get haters, but I my, I don't listen to that. My stance on Beyonce on this podcast has always been the same. <laughs> She's an amazing performer, overrated musician. I feel the same way. Yes. I feel the same way. I'll say that too. She's 
as a musician? Like I haven't I haven't listened to I I don't know the last album of hers I listened to. Even St. John saved her ass on. Her singles. <laughs> her singles are dope and she's a dope performer. Yes, yeah, she You know she's I can let me not lie to you. I feel like her music was actually so dope. That's in his child was so dope. Yeah, for real. You know, like it I feel as she as time went by, I think it became more of the money. Mm. You know. Mm-hmm. So that's all I that's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go too far. Too many Beyonce fans out here. No, but now if now that you've spoken about Beyonce and her trajectory as an artist. Is it always important for an artist to maintain their, you know, their what is it called, artistic integrity, and not sacrifice some things? And do you do you always need to go for the money, or do you need to step back and just do it for the music always, for the art always? What is the balance? I can, you know, I can't speak for anyone else, but I can speak for myself. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, I can say, you know, there's stages in life. You know, the stages in life. You always have to, you know, you you don't want to fall off. And even though even though that's what's gonna, you know, there are times you know your time is up. Yeah. There are times you know I can still stay here. Like what Beyonce is doing. You know, she's like the Lion King thing. You're not making her even more more, more and more and more relevant. Mm-hmm, you get, mm-hmm. you know, she she's not, she hasn't, I don't know, when was the la- I don't know when was the last time she re- she released an album. Her album album was Le- Lemonade. When was that? Twenty sixteen. The homecoming one. It's Lemonade, twenty sixteen. I think so. The other was the other is the Lion King one, which wasn't really. Uh, yeah. Lion was... King, and then there's the homecoming, the one for Netflix. I think there's. I don't. I think it's Lemonade. Yeah, I think it's Lemonade. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no 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 no, the one with Hein Jay Z. Oh the yeah, yeah, yeah yeah the yeah. Carters the yeah. Carters yeah that's true. Which uh, uh, yeah. I know why Jay Z had to do that, but I get why Jay Z had to do that. There was you know there was friction at home. Was, uh, you have to anyway. <laughs> yeah, so basically, I was just saying like, you know, it depends on you. Like, I used to like there's so many things I used to do that I don't do now, mm-hmm. and not that they're negative. Oh yeah, but. They're positive, like, but I still stay connected, you know. Like, I used to, like, for example, I used to, I used to play rugby, eh? yeah. But I can't, I can't still play right now as we speak because of other reasons. Mm-hmm. But you know, I still keep in touch with the players. I still keep in touch with the coach. You know, I still try and keep myself do you, connected. Do you play professionally or? Um, I played professionally for like two years after my high school. I played for Nondis. Yeah. How 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 was that playing being a professional athlete for some time? Um, you know, in Kenya, it's just, and I think for all rugby players though, it's for the love. It, there's nothing, you know, like there's no Kenyan rugby player who's playing for the money. Mm. You play for the love, mm-hmm. yeah. So basically, it was just it was amazing for me because I loved it. It was just a bit difficult to concentrate on my school and still do music. You know, and at that time I was still trying to find myself. You know, so what do you mean find yourself? By find myself, I was still trying to find that balance in life. To know what I really want to do, what uh, I really want to concentrate on. You know where my strengths are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
there was that period after you, yeah you understand what yeah. you mean where you're trying you're doing all the fuck shit and trying exactly. to find out what what fits yeah. and you're trying to find out what will stick uh, even 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 more than yeah. that did did that even now that you're you're in school right yeah or is <clears throat> no let me not ask what you're studying but how do you now manage to balance shows you producing music making music releasing music and a, a degree which is demanding or yeah. can be demanding truth is i had to fail at it i had to i had to you know like sometimes you know fail to go to class mm. fail an exam for me to learn how to balance because now that's when you know eh hey, i can't do this easy funny vitana yeah easy eh hey, kani daroya e time i just have to go and if i have a show at this time i probably have to talk to you know and and let them know does <clears throat> i is your mom fully supportive of the music, of your music career um does it right does now, that conflict with her because i would assume i would assume that most parents uh would want their kids to focus on their education. yo african parents of course uh-huh. it was it was a beef it was a beef it was a beef i've been in and out of school mm-hmm. so it was beef it was it was actually wasn't a joke <laughs> in and out of school meaning you go to school and decide i don't want to do this no like that i've i've dropped out uh-huh. and i've and i've gone back mm-hmm. yeah so it it was a lot of beef pressure you know my mom wasn't really into it but when she saw how much i love it and she she saw my talent and you know we come to agreements you know i can tell you she supports me fully as we speak she supports me fully how much does that um how much convincing does it take to for her to or for such a parent to just know that this is the one thing my kid wants to do does it, of course the the fights but does it also take a bit of reasoning or there is no reasoning when it comes to such things you know at first there's no reasoning mm-hmm. at first you you're, know, you're stuck on your ways she's stuck on yeah, her ways and now yeah and you know there's even though it's hard to understand each other at such a time you know both of you are feeling the pressure so it takes time it just takes patience and there's a way i don't know things happen for a reason mm. so it always it always happens at the right time because it takes you know it, there's a lot of pressure there's a time you'll just know like this is the time i should tell him you know my mom i'm doing music mm-hmm. you know because at first she didn't she never knew i was mm. even doing it yeah. you know yeah. so it takes time it takes time when you see you know you 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 become mature with it with it you know you know there's a time you'll just know i can't do this now i'll tell her now i'll tell her no we mm-hmm. talk about this i'll say this i'll say you know it just takes time you just have to be mature about have, the whole situation have you started earning from your music um no i can't say i have cuz like i've I only like this I've gone for like two shows I've gone for free shows but mm-hmm. I've gone for two shows where they said they'll pay um, and um okay they just gave me food <laughs> yeah they just gave me food and um it's, it's you know it's it takes it takes time and I can't you know Kenyans 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 don't get music from 18 mm. you put you, there's not there's nothing you'll earn maybe mm. maybe your family will we give you this you know other ones who will actually buy yeah in kenya 
but uh, as as I can see, it's improving now. Like we need more of our music played on the radio. I was actually seeing that on Mudoni Drama Queen's page today. Mm-hmm. You know, we need more of our music on the radio, cause that's where we can start earning. That's where we get the fame. You can say. And shows come from that, you know. That's why you're being recognized more. Yeah. So our music, you know, most of us put our music everywhere. Your, your song is not on Spotify. Your song is not on. You know, what's the need if, what's the need if you won't get anything? So, is radio of of that big importance to you as an artist? Mm. Yeah, it is. It is because, bro, like, we we never had YouTube. We never had iTunes, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, I all knew Isa and Ashinsky, you know, all these guys from the radio, yeah. apart from the, probably the CDs or the, you know, those, what are they called? Cartridges, not cartridges. Cassettes. Cassettes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I used to play Sega Mega. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, the radio is really important right now, it's re- especially for us Kenyans, it's really important. Does, do you feel that as you said, the the need to distribute your music all over the place. So, are you are you kind of fixated on the on the idea that? Not let me not say that sounds so wrong. Are you? Do you think that for <laughs> you to succeed, you need the radio? That's no, no, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. You don't need the radio. You don't need the radio. You know. Um, you you know like you can go you can go like for example um. I've forgotten that artist's name, sorry. But you know, you don't need the radio. Your music can your music can pop all over. Yeah. Your music can pop all over. It just depends. Well, I'm not saying you don't have to distribute. Mm-hmm. You should. You know, you should. Cause you never know. Mm-hmm. You know, you just you know, you have to do all these things because you never know. Yeah. Yeah. You never know where the the, the big You don't know where the, the source will come from. You know, sometimes you get you can just get your your song even reposted on you know, on Instagram mm-hmm. or like, you know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm part of, uh, I'm part of this uh, collective called UG Static. Yeah. And you know, like, we have collaborated with people from abroad, from states, mm-hmm. from UK. You know, because of sharing our music and stuff like that. Yeah. So you never know. Mm-hmm. Does now, speaking of UG Static, mm-hmm. can you? Can you describe what that is? UG Static. UG Static. Underground Static. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't lie to you. Um, I joined UG Static on, on December last year. And they, they were there actually for a while before. Yeah. And I can say our sound is new. Our sound is new. Our sound, our sound is just not from here. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's, it's so new. It's not something, basically, we're trying to be international. We're not focused on on Kenya mm-hmm. or Africa. Mm-hmm. We're focused on the whole world. You know, that's, our sound is for the whole world. And it's new. It's just some new, you, you haven't heard of, you'll just listen, you should listen to our music when you haven't heard our music. How would you describe the 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 sound that, that is in, in terms of the, what am I? The genre. The genre. Um, that's the, that's the, that's even the funny thing. You know, that's a funny thing you've asked because 
if you listen to our tracks, we have mm. we have hip hop, yeah. we have R and B. You know, we have some Caribbean vibe songs. Mm-hmm. We have we have everything. There's no specific genre. How we, many people we are, make music? Oh, how many people are in UG starting? We're six. Six. Yeah. Is is how how does it is it just artists? Is it artists producers? All of us are artists. All of us are producers. Um, the some guys who handle the website, the guys who handle the cover, art, guys who handle the marketing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're like a collect. We do everything ourselves, yeah. basically mixing, mastering. We do everything ourselves. Does being part of a group help the overall goal as an as an individual artist? Yeah. And it it does so much because, you know, I I got more time to, I got, when I joined, I recorded more than I was when I was alone. Mm -hmm. When I joined, our music was being released, you know, quicker than before because, you know, we had this thing called, we had this thing called Static Fridays. I've seen that. Yeah, we'd release songs every Friday, you know. So it, it, it makes things easier. It makes, you know, we have different friends. You know we have different sources, so it's it's actually if you if you've noticed that's what's going on in Kenya right now, mm. funnily enough, and that's what's hitting. You, if you're in a group, you know you'll you'll start with the group. You can do solo jams over here with other guys or feature, but that group is what is making you know the click. that's what's popping right the now. The click, yeah, the click matters so much these days. But I always feel like the that click thing is always it gets to a point where everybody has to go their separate ways yeah and uh, how do you define your identity in a group mm, your own identity mine mine personally yeah because i feel like that's one of the biggest hindrances of being in a group is that we never know you and so when you step out it will always be it will take some time before unless you're the biggest star mm-hmm. for example uh we'll look at destiny's child and we'd Beyonce and see Beyonce was clearly the big mm. no, or the better of the group or the best in the group and when she stepped out that's why people gravitated towards her and you the rest always not struggle but they it takes them a bit more time so how do you position yourself to find that you do not get yourself into a position where nobody knows who you are just because you are in a group in a in a group You have good questions. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, in a group, you know, there's no, there's no group without a leader. Mm. That's one thing. You know, you can't start a group without a leader. There always has to be a leader. And if you can't come to accordance with that, there's no group. Um, with, that, with that being said, you know, you, the, the whole gang, you know, you always, you always find a role you always know where your best, where your, you know, your strengths are. Yeah. You always find your strength. And that's where you stick on. But there's always going to be that leader, you know. Mm-hmm. That's that's a fact. But that doesn't mean you don't slack because we're still all leaders. Mm-hmm. It just has to be that, you know. The, the face. The face. The, in, the, in the boy band, the person who's known. Yeah, the, exactly. The- <laughs> it doesn't have to be the person who's known, but... It you know he he just holds the he holds the team yeah. he holds the team together. And now in in a group, you 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 always find that sometimes 
as you, as I said, the individuality gets lost in the group, and mm-hmm. then sometimes you are known as a group, and you cannot even be. We cannot separate you from the group, and now you have to come, for example, two groups into one. Does it ever occur to you that do you ever feel lost in that group that you need to step out and do something on your own, or is it just I am here with people I enjoy working with? Let me continue staying here. Uh, that's a good question. Um, it's it's uh, that's actually you know both of the things you said are true because you know the you'll always that times you'll always feel like that because you know I won't you know. Groups are not everything is smooth twenty four seven. You see, and that's why you also need that that leader. You know, not not everything is smooth, but you know that the things you're supposed to come to terms with. You know, with the whole gang, and you know, you know yourselves. You know, you discuss like how can I put it? Like personally, for us, for us, we still make our solo music. Yeah, you know, we still know. <clears throat> We wanna do this solo, but we're still doing it as a group because that's where we feel best at, you know. But we still know we're as good as ourselves. So it depends on how <clears throat> it depends on how you guys it depends on how you guys like identify yourselves as a group. It's just basically like that. It's it's okay for for a group to like fall off and guys separate or something. Yeah. It's normal actually. But as long as you you know it it can even be a good thing mm-hmm. if you guys know what you're doing if you guys have identified yourselves like that yeah <clears throat> do you have you looked into the future and seen music being the main thing and only the your let's say your number one income Anna? has that occurred to you um uh, to be honest there's so many things i want to do i'm mm-hmm. i'm just i'm just guys i i like doing so much yeah Yeah, so I can't say I can't say it'll be my number one, mm. but it'll be the beginning of everything. No, oh. Yeah. oh yeah, and now that is that is an important thing with artists nowadays because if you look at artists like, for example, the Michael Jacksons and the Princes and all the people from, let's say, the twentieth century, all they were was musicians. Yeah. I am just a musician. All my bags are coming from music. Well, be it shows being. Be it my music being licensed, and be it me using my persona to appear in a movie or TV show. Mm. But nowadays, you see that artists are—you're a musician, but you're everything else, and you're not even. At some point, you stop selling the music. At some point, you start selling us, for example, clothes. Start selling us makeup. Start selling us electronics. Is that? Is that the is that the modern artist or is it just a way of artists diversifying their investments? I can I can say that's the modern artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't say it's us. You know what? You know creatives. You know how creatives are. You know. Yeah. But I can't I can't say that's the modern artist honestly because that's just how it is right now. That's what we've seen. You know when we're growing up. We said seeing G Unit, mm. G Unit T-shirts, G Unit cap. Yeah. We said, you know, you know, all this, all these other artists who are doing the same thing. D12, they have these shirts, these pants, rockerwear. So it just it came like this business-minded people just came out of nowhere. Jay Z just came out with this business ideas. You know, this brands, all this, 
was there before him too, but yeah, it escalated. It, it escalated so mm-hmm. much, yeah. The what are your some of your biggest influences in terms of artists, musicians? Wow, I have so many. Mm-hmm. I have so many, but I can tell you I can tell you like my best hip hop album mm. is Doggy Style by Snoop ah, Dogg. Okay. That's like my best. And That's I usually feel bad when I'm talking to people because I haven't listened to that album. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's, it's crazy. Some gangster it's, it was some... not. It was number one, man. It was mm. number one. And there's so many guys who influenced me. You know, yeah. Michael Jackson. Mm. You know, like you know from Issa, from Clapton Maniacs. You know, I used to like Nameless so much. Yeah. Um, Eminem. Mm. I, I, to be honest, by the, I listened to Tupac when I was so young because my bros used to play and Biggie. Mm-hmm. So I never really used to understand what what was going on, you know. So mm-hmm. I can't start saying they influenced me. Also, Dave Grant says Tupac. No, I, I wasn't understanding. Yeah. Until I, you know, later on. What are your? Uh, you've mentioned your best hip hop album. Do you have five? Five. Yeah. Damn, you gonna put me on the spot. <laughs> Damn, okay. Um Doggy Style is number one. Doggy Style is number one. Mm-hmm. Um I'm gonna have to write that down for you <laughs> on the next. <laughs> that's all it's the problem is it's on the spot. You yeah, know you never get on the spot. You never get to think about it. Yeah, you, but it's 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 funny because you know the thing is. Mm-hmm. I've listen I listen to I listen to everything. So when when it comes to like you know top 5 hip hop yeah. you know I'm, I'm doing hip hop. You know I, I don't even want to say I'm a hip hop artist. Yeah. I just want to say I'm an artist because mm. But wait, what's what's wrong with cuz I feel like most rappers mm-hmm. don't want to have that tag specific tag of I'm just a rapper or I'm just a hip hop musician. Why is there a negative connotation to being uh, a hip hop rapper, or the perception is that you need to break away from that mold of just being a hip hop musician and just actualize yourself as a full musician. Funny thing, I'm speaking for myself. Like I said, I grew up around like all types of different music, you know. And in this world right now, if you're a rapper, there's some things you can't say, there's some things you can't do. What can't you say? You can't start, for example, you can't start, you know, you can't start singing, like, you know, you can't start singing. It's weird. You know, you, you know, no, you can. Did you hear, did you hear Tupac singing? Do you hear Biggie singing his song? Oh, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You know, like. Oh, you, yeah. He, he held a note in. He, maybe this is. You know. My baby. But they, <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't That's do such m- things. Okay. Uh-huh. And today, like, you know, things have gone crazy. Mm. Guys. You know, Diamond is going to collab with guys from other countries, yeah. you know. Mm. So you I can't you can't be a, I can't go do that if I'm a real hip hop artist, rapper, oh, hardcore. Yeah. I, can't, like I can't I can't go pu- make, a purist. Mm, I can't go do that. And that's what it is. Mm. So that's basically for me, that's why. So hip hop is the base, the fundamental. That's what is always common. Yeah. And then everything else on top. So yeah. that means you cannot you 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 can rap, but rap is not the only thing you can it's do. It's not the only thing. Man. It's not the only thing. Have you explored other sounds other than the hip-hop sound? Um, I can't say R&B. R&B, 
R&B. Oh, you're singing. And yeah, I, I sing. I actually sing. I actually, I started singing before I could rap. I used to sing all the time in the house, in the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with my bros. I used to, used to sing. I used to sing a lot. <laughs> Are we going to get an R&B song? R&B song. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Hey, I have, I have actually have many that I haven't released. Mm. Yeah. That does. Are you looking to work on a project? Um. In the near future. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Very soon, I have, I have so many tracks. I'm just trying to compile them, and I'm working on new ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yo, just stay tuned. There's some fire. No, you, you couldn't name albums, but you're a rapper. Yeah. Now, now this is I'm putting you on the spot now yeah, for real. And yeah. I'm really putting you on the spot. <laughs> Kenyan rappers. Mm-hmm. Five. five. Five of your best. Yours. Five of my best rappers. Mm-hmm. Um, Isa. Uh, Nyashinsky. Um, Bamboo. Ooh, wow. Um, the first person I've heard mention Bamboo. That is pretty dope. Yeah. Um, uh, can't I? Yes, yes. And uh, Calligraph. Mm. Mm. That's an interesting list. Yeah, Calligraph. Calligraph is actually the most underrated rapper. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I feel like really? I feel like guys don't give him that. That he, this guy needs to be. He needs to be farther than he is right now. Give me a. Like, He's been doing this okay. for so long. No, we can do this. This mm-hmm. is a game we can play. Mm-hmm. Give me a quarter ball from Nyashinsky. I, qu- uh, I don't know. Uh, my memory is not that good. Oh, I, a quarter ball from Calligraph. No, you're putting me on the spot. You're exactly, gonna cut no, all of that. But if 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 the nigga is so good, yeah, yeah, but I would like ha- you. you should have something off the top that you can quote um, from him. For me, you know, like you know, like I said, like bro, even though you ask me in doggy style, mm-hmm. I can't quote. Ah, yeah. but no, here's here's why why yeah. Calligraph is a good rapper, mm-hmm. but. He, he lacks in lyricism. He was in this homie. That's actually, I think, for me. his strong point. I'm sorry bro. for me. <laughs> he was in the Nokia Africa challenge, the freestyle. Mm-hmm. You know, did you did you know that? Not so many guys know that. And you know when when that was that was the two thousand. I think I I think I know of the Nokia. Africa. I didn't know he was there. Yeah, that I, was a long time. That was like 2007 or 2008. I, that's why I respect him so much because... No, I respect mm. him. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm just he, saying. He had bars, bro. Go go on YouTube and check he, it out. Then he's lost them. <laughs> 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 then, honestly, I'm just being honest. I, I, I like his music. Mm. I enjoy I enjoy most of his music. Yeah. But it, it's, it's just that there are things that don't stick. Like, as in, I find for, for me... Mm-hmm. For you to be at, like, for me to consider you as a very high rapper, mm-hmm. things have to stick. Like music, yeah. your your lyrics have to stick. That's for a example, fact. like I was just thinking about Lil Wayne when when he achieved top form is when he said, "I what the fuck did he say?" Now I'm forgetting. I oh when he said I go through that sentence like a subject in a predicate. Which song is that? Six foot, seven foot, mm-hmm. and it's like yo, like that's just. Crazy, yeah, crazy. in 2011, I was, I don't know, I was like 40. I didn't understand what that was till we were being taught about sentences. Funny thing, I was, I was those kids, <laughs> I was those kids who couldn't rap six foot seven foot. Like, I was those kids who couldn't really, yeah. My boys just used to rap the whole thing. I'm just there, 
<laughs> you know to get you know i don't even <laughs> <laughs> but what's 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 your like a song that defined your childhood uh, my childhood mm. um i don't have a song that defined my childhood i have a song that has defined probably some of the things i've gone some of the things i've experienced or gone through mm-hmm. yeah what's that uh vuji mm. yeah vuji 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 gang those two actually the two actually yeah that's the song that has not not everything mm-hmm. but i can say a, has a some experiences part. what does it take to make a good song uh to make a good song mm-hmm. first of all it's something i need to be satisfied with mm-hmm. something to be satisfied with and something i'll play for my mom and she says it's dope but it's so funny i play for my mom this jams like the new jam i released called reckless yeah i ain't saying some really nice things there mm-hmm. but she she likes the jam so if she tells me this jam is you know cuz she's honest with me but my mom is bold yeah oh, she tells yeah. that some bullshit yeah my mom when i was a kid my mom was like oh i like Dwayne's voice like mm-hmm. my mom has listened to all of these guys okay yeah, so she she knows music too does she Speaking of does she even promote your music like does she, she Yo my mom well, sends it send my music to all her contacts Kwa chama Hi Kwa group ya chama Hi I I'm just like hey mom you know what I'm saying in that song It's nice I'm just like alright you just send it okay more views <laughs> <laughs> Is that some is the the need for an artist to be recognized and for when you're recognized sometimes it's not even for the positive Yeah, actually most of the time. It's not funny enough. Yeah. Do you take criticism to heart? Um you you can't. You can't, but it helps you. It helps you a lot. When you take it to heart. No. Uh. Like just, you know, okay. Basically, I don't take it. I don't take it to heart because mm-hmm. because you know, like some you know, you, this is this you this is you. You're doing this. You're doing this for you. You're doing this for for your the few fans who are probably there yeah you know and you're doing this for just the the you you know the the gang the people who surround you your farm you know so i some it doesn't really matter but it helps you to you know sometimes sometimes the this truth in almost some of these things people say mm. you just have to know how to take it yeah oh i i think i can, i can formulate an answer mm-hmm. But let me ask you why do you think many artists are sensitive sensitive mm. like I, yeah, that song is trash and niggas want to fight um probably cuz he me thought it was trash too <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. basically cuz um I'm, i don't whether I, that's not a real artist mm. also take and say cuz you know when you go to you know some gallery or something there's some paintings you see there and you don't you don't understand mm-hmm. what is going on until that person explains it to you well so i think a real artist is is free you know with his creativity and you know and, and you know believes in himself mm. yeah you believe in yourself it's possible for it to hurt you but if you believe in yourself that's stronger you're on the right path how often does does the does belief in yourself uh-huh. and your abilities when there is a dissonance how often is that created and does that always affect the music i believe i am the best but when you open your mouth to rap it's like <laughs> a, 
<laughs> you know? Bro, practice makes perfect mm-hmm. and consistency is very key. So, if you, if you keep on, if you keep on working and keep on working, you'll notice, for yourself, you'll just notice improvement without mm-hmm. people telling you. Mm-hmm. You'll notice the improvement and you might even come back and be like, wow, that song was work. Right? <laughs> that song was work. Yeah. Yeah, so as long as you're consistent and you practice, you create you, you create the you know the belief you know guys will doubt you and you're like you know me I'm checking another song and you'll go harder mm. you know is yeah. it is it important for an artist to feel that like to be that even let's say cocky in their ability mm, i i don't want to say cocky mm-hmm. but you have to believe in yourself mm. you have to believe in yourself doesn't mean what you you chuck a song, you're like, I know this is a banger. I know, I know. Mm-hmm. You know, you just believe in yourself. Like, you know, like, this this jam is, you know. Can you, can you, can you tell that you've made a, a hit? Is, yeah. it, is it something quantifiable? Yeah. yeah, for sure. You know, man, I, I have. The thing is, you know, like, with the industry, you know, like, I put my song on SoundCloud. You know, which, how many Kenyans are on SoundCloud? I and you know, you have to pop at home. You don't have to, mm. but that's how it's been happening. You have to pop at home first before you go out there. Mm-hmm. Most of these Kenyans or East Africans have popped, or even any Africans have popped here. Even the Americans, even the they've popped there before they even came here. Yeah. So it's actually it's important. It's really important. What's the best platform for you, and even right now, but by your estimation? for an artist to grow their fan base and to get fans? Mm, I think YouTube. Mm-hmm. YouTube, because from what's been going on with the Genge tone, some you know, it started with, you know, funny quality videos. Yeah. But they've gotten fans from there. Mm-hmm. That's what, they've gotten shows from there. Sailors have a song with Octopizzle. Yeah, it's, it's new. I actually so I, like, I haven't had it, though. It's like three hours ago. <sighs> you had it. <laughs> Ah oh, yeah yeah yes oh my goodness <laughs> oh. damn man I don't know just like I feel like most like as Pepper was saying most of these artists are going to start suffering most of the established acts unless you're like the um, who's this unless you're the those top guys unless you're Nyash unless you're Saudi Soul. Unless you're the upper echelon calligraph, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're going to start feeling it. And I feel like Octopus' thoughts should be there. So I don't know why he will rush to make a song with Sailors. I don't. I just. Yeah. I don't know because you see many art, many art, many of the old artists are trying to, you know, do a yeah. song with those young yeah. kids and just so that you can blow and stay relevant. In yeah, this day that's and actually. I, I think. I I don't know what they're doing. I mean, that's all. Like, I don't know what. I don't know Does what because when you if you ask most people, they'll tell you that's selling out. Do you ever feel like? Do you ever feel like you? It, do you ever see yourself doing that? Do you ever see yourself getting to a point where you know what all this buzz shit is not working? Let me get with the the trend. Um. Funnily enough, I know people who've done that and they've hit. Nelly that's, that's the funny thing. They've hit. Yeah. Yeah. He they've was switched. a rapper, rapper, and then they he switched. just. So many guys have switched, yeah. you know. Yeah. But for me, you know, like, what, you know, it's like, wait, I'm not doing it. You know, of course I want to be famous, but that's not where I'm doing it. Mm. You know, at first I did, I'm doing music because I love it, you know. 
And I also need that money too. Mm-hmm. But you know, like it de- you know, it's it depends on why you're doing it. Everyone has his own individual reason. So if so I can't really judge them. If it's for the money. If him he just wants to pop and chase the money, it's okay. But if you want to be hard, if you want your story to be shared. What do you think of the current uh state of the industry? The Kenyan industry in general? Um right now. I know. I okay. I like what's going on, cause of, cause of the support we're getting. Mm-hmm. You know, even though on life, even though like most of the, you know, the, the society is not like interested in, like they're more interested in getting it on. It's still a plus because they're listening to Kenyan. Mm-hmm. You know that that was that was hard. Like guys, the, no one was listening to Kenyans. Mm-hmm. So, you know, these days you go to clubs, you go to anywhere you're in a car you're going out you know even though you're with homies who don't like that song one person will play that song yeah you know mm. so i think it's very positive because guys are getting shows when you know did you ever think such guys would be in Koroga? like our, our you know what type of music was that first did you think you know and the guys and Koroga is gonna you know these places are selling out because of these people yeah it's not cause, it's <laughs> not because of a Nigerian guy. Mm. So it's October ve- Fest is a perfect example. It's yeah. It's mm. it's it's actually it's actually dope. It's actually dope. Actually dope. Does does it seem that it will ever get to a point where we have uh, uh, let me say career musicians, people who just do nothing other than make music with their lives and are running actual are making a living and living a good life from that. Yeah, it's in it's, Kenya. It's coming. It's coming. If some of these songs are playing in the NBA Coming. Oh yeah, but that's because of was is it DJ Ivy? Poison Ivy. Yeah, and name. Shout out. Bro, even though it's what DJ, it's mm. playing in the NBA. Yeah, so that's that's huge. You uh, won't hear. You know, there are some songs from other places you won't hear. So mm. if it's playing there, it's huge. That, that just means there's progress being made. Yeah, I mean, if there's one person who had it and liked it, he's gonna look for it, and that's one viewer radio. Yeah, you know, one subscription. Now, being this let me say, young in terms of how long you've been in the industry, does the thought of having a record deal, have you thought of that? Do you, do you think you're going to get signed? Do you, are you looking to get signed or are you just trying to grind it out on your own? Um, honestly, for now, for now, my main concentration is just, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really looking for it to be signed, mm. but it's, you know, like, it's a plus. It's a plus. It's a plus especially because of how you get paid. You know, like, for example, it depends on who is signing you also. You know, that's mm. a very big thing. You know, like, I saw Ethic was signed by Sony. No, UMG. UMG. Yeah. I saw, no, they're actually whatever by Sony Africa. Ethic. If I'm not wrong, Google it. Mm. Confirm. But yeah, you know, like if you noticed, the the video has improved. You know that everything has improved. Well, that was um, universal. In, it was universal. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. yeah. So like, you know, all this has improved. But you know, at the end of the day, being signed is also it's you know it's like for if you want fast, if you're looking for that fast push. Mm. You know, if you really need that. 
but for me personally i can say i'm not looking into that because i can you know i i, I don't want to have a show and they're taking 80% of of the cash mm. you know i know by myself i can still have a show and maybe even give my manager 20% and i take that 80 20 is even a lot. Yeah, it's a lot, but it's way better than being given 20, and, yeah. you know. And you're the one who's holding you're, the mic. You're, you're doing everything. Bro. Yeah. This, you know, you're writing. You're, you know, like for me, you know, like I'm writing. I write. I, no, guys don't write for me. Mm. You know. Do you have a manager? No, I'm actually, I'm actually working on that. I'm actually working on that, to be honest. Why, why is that important for, for you to have a manager? because you you know you know we're human beings you can't do everything by yourself mm. i I'm making beats and recording was already becoming difficult for me until i started learning how to balance and it's still hard for for me i won't lie mm. so i can't i can't be looking for all these other things at the same time mm. and i still have school between producing and rapping the actual recording mm-hmm. which one is which one will you say you're better at and which one makes you happier not even happier like gives you a, a better sense of purpose that's mm. that's so hard because i feel the same about both mm. so hard i feel i've always loved beats i just never knew i'd start making them how uh, what software do you use fl studio ah. fl studio 20 right now that's a that's always a good place to start yeah it's proper and <laughs> but The thing with all the softwares is most people who start using their those softwares almost never buy them. I almost don't never. <laughs> let, let me not let me not say you, I'm just saying. Even I. Yeah, it's funny. Yo, yo, so many even this big guys right now even though they're buying them now, they never used to buy them. Yo, but like somebody like um Musiox. Yeah. That, like that's when I knew these levels when we were when we had gone to to interview him he, <laughs> he he showed he showed us his microphone and so it was like he said it so casually but then his mic cost like a hundred thousand yeah and he's come from far and baby. he just said it like so casually like yeah it was a thousand dollars like oh shit okay damn like now you see those are people who will spend and those are people who are making a living out of that so it will make sense to spend that He's come he's come from he's come from so far. Yeah, I mean, Musiox is amazing. He's like one of the pioneers of yeah. the industry. No, Rubukachi hates when I talk about Musiox <laughs> just cuz I like <laughs> you know, he doesn't understand how much I li- I like the guy. Funny thing is like initially mm-hmm. like he was like my bro's friend, you know. I always used to see him working on his computer, those old ass computers. Yeah. And you know you never knew he'd become that big. So that's I just wanted to say that to show you like it takes a lot of time bro mm. if he's buying a $1000 mic yeah from where he was from and that's light work even in the realm of yeah, microphones it's yo if you you know every you know like Beyonce has her own microphone it's different it's not the normal everyone uses everyone uses preferable microphone yeah there. yeah Travis Scott has the auto tuned one yeah it's But crazy that's that's so amazing like it's so amazing that people can artists can elevate to that level of you know yeah. having a rider that says the wildest the wildest shit for example who is it 
Mm, oh, they, when they were talking about Rihanna coming to Kenya, mm-hmm. they said her rider she travels with 60 people. And they want, I don't know, an end suit for her, because I don't know, 20 doubles. 60 I think she wants to take her family to Malindi. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, it's, it's like, what what's that? It's her, her band. It's Rihanna. Security. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That she has cook. a chef. Yeah. She has like dancers. Okay, that many. That actually many. And equipment. I think she travels with her own people for her own equipment people yeah. and shit like that. That's a Camera lot crew. of people. That's, That's a, a lot. lot of 60 people for one show. And we're still waiting on the Rihanna album. Damn. And her world tour. Still. <laughs> No, Mike Strano said she actually was coming, going to come to Kenya, which is which was going to be so dope. And I'm actually hearing that from you now. Really? I never knew that. Yeah. That was in May. Damn. In May is when they were they they talked about Mike. That story went out, and that was when they were also talking about the Rihanna album coming around this time, which yeah. I'm still hoping for before the end of the year. Me too, man. Um, she's like, I, she's I amazing. Think, I think she'll sneak it out. It's like. It's November right now. We still have like six more weeks in the of the year. Fuck. Let us surprise us, please. Yo, we have like six more weeks for the year to end. <laughs> Literally. Oh my goodness, that's so crazy. But what what are you looking forward to next year then? Next Since this year we've concluded is already over. Uh, you know, it's just progress, moves, mm. more videos, more projects, more songs, collabs, more shows. How? Have you collaborated with them apart from what's his name? Shit. Um the guy you did Vuji game with. Basa J. Yeah. Um yeah, I've like I've collaborated. I've done a track with um Equators 11. Have mm. I've collaborated with them. We have some jams that are not released, but yeah, I have jams that also released Equator 11. Dope I mean from ADF. Mhm. Um this is track we did I think in 2016 or 17 with um with Jovi with the uh, Alpha Mars Zira and Alexander I've coll- I think those are the only ones I've collaborated with Does it take a lot for you to collaborate or is it just Nah no it doesn't actually mm. it doesn't actually especially you know when you go to studios you you meet artists you always meet artists so yeah. it doesn't take much Now, just vibing yeah whatever yeah the vibe is that the do you, do you so you, are you thinking of an album maybe or an ep or something of the sort next year yeah next year next year i'm thinking of eps i'm mm-hmm. thinking of eps um i feel like i'll know when i'm when i'm ready to, to release an album when when do you know that maybe you don't know right now but yeah. do you think it will get to a point and you'll know you've made it or um, this is it i think you know you know you know when you think you know this is a thing at the level i am in now you know mm-hmm. or per se most people who are in my level they think making it is hey, i'll buy a house oh, okay. i'll have a car mm. you know i'll buy my mama a house but when you reach that point it's never enough mm. so for me making it is just for me making it is having my songs being played when i'm dead you know mm-hmm. everyone is still playing my songs jamming like i want to live on that's making it for me mm-hmm. living on 
in psychology they say there are only two emotions love and fear which would you say you operate on love mm. yeah um i'm i'm just like that always been <laughs> until you have niggas scratching at you <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth i mean okay <laughs> yeah. i mean it has been fun talking to you this is where you plug yourself in and tell the people what to look forward to and where to find you so first of all i appreciate you guys having me here you're most welcome it's been amazing and i hope you can do this again most definitely uh, the name's k israel with the z k i z r a e l straight out of langata 1534 you can find me on ig k israel on on twitter k israel on youtube and facebook k israel everywhere k israel just look for k israel you find me what are you list- what is k israel listening to right now Kazel is listening to a lot of music. I'm listening to an artist called La Kel. I don't know if you know him. It's L U H K E L. And I'm Kenyan? Oh uh, no. Uh. If it's okay, and I'm also listening to the new Captain Conan tape. Uh Kenyan artist That's a very tricky one. Mm. But I've been I've been partying a lot to the Gangeton. Yeah. Yeah. It, can we expect a Gangeton beat from you? Because I feel like that's the trend. Yeah, and actually. Almost everybody is doing that. Actually, I'm working on that right now. There's some artists who who want some beats. Mm. Yeah, so I'm actually working on that. So if there are more Gangeton guys who need beats, only beats. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you go. You're not going to rap. Uh we'll see we'll see with time. Mm. Uh, yeah, let me uh, let me just um let me concentrate on giving them the beats if they like them maybe we can talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um that's all from me. Do you have anything else to add? Um Link and I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were about to bust a 16 a freestyle. <laughs> Anyway, uh, it's like you asking me to do that. No, 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 we don't do that unless you want to do it, of course. We're not limited. We should have another section for that. Yeah, yeah, def- sure. definitely, definitely. Yeah, for sure. So, this is K Israel with Reckless. This has been What is this podcast? See you guys next week. <laughs>